Hello, and welcome to Asia Inscripted. I'm Vivian Su. And I'm Isabel Beleza. And this is U.S. Asia Institute's summer podcast series, where we cover key stories of the day with diverse speakers with first-hand knowledge of Asia. We are honored to have with us today Ambassador Aung Lin, the current ambassador from Myanmar to the United States. Prior to his appointment as ambassador in 2016, Ambassador Aung Lin held leadership positions in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Myanmar's ASEAN Affairs Department, the Myanmar Consul in Hong Kong, the Department of Protocol, the Permanent Mission of Myanmar to the United Nations, and at the Myanmar Embassy in South Africa. In the following clips, Ambassador Aung Lin speaks to Isabel and me about current issues in Myanmar. Please be reminded that the U.S. Asia Institute is a nonpartisan, non-advocacy organization with no policy agenda. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official position of the U.S. Asia Institute. We begin the episode with the ambassador discussing his background in foreign affairs. I joined the Foreign Service in 1983. Before joining the Foreign Service, I was in the uh, another department that is not related to the Foreign Ministry. I worked as a geologist in the past. I studied geology in the university and I joined this Foreign Service in 1983. And my last posting before I assumed the ambassadorship was the Permanent Secretary in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And during the time I served as the Permanent Secretary, it was during the time of transition to uh, civilian government. And the old government asked me to take care of the ministry when they have relinquished their positions. So I was the uh, person who was in charge of the ministry when the civilian government assumed the responsibility of the country. And uh, it was in 2016 that I was chosen to uh, represent my country as the ambassador of Myanmar to the United States. On the 6th of September, I presented credentials to the president of the United States. And since then, I have been the head of mission in the Myanmar embassy in Washington, D.C. So, Ambassador, to give our listeners a little background on Myanmar, can you tell us about Myanmar's location and its geography, industries, and some of its current leaders? Sure. Myanmar is a country in Southeast Asia. It is a country that is between the two populous countries in the world, that is China and India. Our country has five neighbors, Bangladesh and India in the west, and in the north is China, and in the east are two countries, Laos, PDR, and Thailand. Our country is uh, nearly the size of state of Texas. The climate and people, and also the location is quite interesting because we have mountains in the east, uh, central basin that is uh, very dry and arid in the center part of uh, central part of Myanmar and in the mountain ranges in the west. So this is the country that we live in. Okay, so in your opinion, what is the most important current domestic issue in Myanmar and how does it affect the citizens of your country? The most important uh, thing I believe that we are facing in Myanmar is nation building. Our country has been uh, isolated from the rest of the world for many years. There was uh, underdevelopment issues that lasted for many years. And the new civilian government has uh, set a priority of nation building that includes 
peace and development, national reconciliation, and the economic reforms throughout the country, and also socio-economic reforms that includes health reforms and the education reforms. That is what the country's government is doing at present. So could you elaborate what are some initiatives that the government has implemented in these reforms and what is it hoping to do to further develop these reforms? The government has started a process called 21st Century Penlong, where the government has invited all the stakeholders who are in the arms conflict to come and talk for political solution. It is in process and there are progresses and uh, we look forward to having more engagement with the armed, uh, ethnic armed groups to achieve a nationwide peace in the future. And another thing is the national reconciliation where the, the different players in the past had confidence uh, among each other. The government has exerted great efforts to bring all these players together and to reconcile to find a final solution that will benefit all the players. And also uh, economic reform. We have opened our market to all the interested parties to come and invest in our country, creating an atmosphere that is conducive to do business in our country. That is what we are doing at present. So moving on to a more international scale, we see in the news that Myanmar and China have been working on many large-scale projects and have also established a China-Myanmar economic corridor to promote interconnectivity between the two countries. Can you tell us a little bit more about these projects and how it's benefiting the citizens of Myanmar and its economy? China is our immediate neighbor. And uh, it's a very close neighbor where we had long-standing relationship between the two countries. China has been uh, assisting the development of economy for a long time. And uh, it is also involved in uh, major projects that are related to uh, Belt and Road Initiative. And uh, these projects work closely between the two countries that will benefit all the stakeholders, that will create jobs, that will increase the social status and also standard of living throughout the country. That is what the country is working together with the Chinese government. The existing project that we have with China is the pipeline project that has connected the gas and oil pipeline from the coast of Myanmar to the border of China. And also we have also started a joint project called Chaoqiu Deep Water Deep Sea Project where the government is working closely with China to bring benefits to all the stakeholders. Initially, it was a bigger project, but we have scaled down to meet the requirement of both parties. It is a demand-driven project, not a supply-driven project, where all the players will be benefited with this project. Building on economics, so ASEAN as a region is experiencing significant growth recently. So can you describe the current economic situation in Myanmar and the economic trends that we've seen recently? All right. Myanmar is a member of ASEAN that is made up of 10 Southeast Asian countries. 
the location of uh, Myanmar is very good to do business uh, uh, in the region because it is acting as a bridge between the Southeast Asian landmark and the rest of the ASEAN Asian countries. Also, Myanmar is a road link between Southeast Asian countries and China. We have road link between Myanmar and China that also links to other countries like Laos, PDR and Thailand that can be extended to Vietnam, Cambodia and also further south to Malaysia and Singapore. These are the things that we are doing and also the location of the country is very, very good to do business in the region. So recently, has the country seen a lot of economic growth because of these road links and because of the interconnectivity around the world? Yes, we have a steady growth in the economy because uh, in the past it was a very controlled economy that is a one-party system that was a centralized economy. The new economic system is aimed at promoting private sector and also doing business with all the countries in the world. Uh, not only limited to the regional countries, but also the rest of the world. Those who are interested in doing business with Myanmar, we welcome their initiatives and the investments. So, Ambassador, how do you see Myanmar's role on the global stage evolving in the future? Our country is a peace-loving country, and also the foreign policy of our country is to promote friendship and cooperation with all the countries in the world and also to work for the world peace. This is the cornerstone of our foreign policy and also all the countries that we engage, we want to be friendly with them. We do not have allies, but we regard all the countries in the world as our friends. So recently, we've seen that the government and military of Myanmar have faced scrutiny from a lot of countries over the Rohingya situation. So could you tell us a little bit more about how your government is navigating this situation and how it's uh, working on these relationships and how it's affected? Okay, this issue has been followed very closely by the rest of the world. We realize the importance of the situation and also we are seriously addressing the situation and committed to resolve uh, the situation together with all the stakeholders. That is why we have worked with all the state stakeholders, including the United Nations. And also we have reached agreement with Bangladesh to uh, receive all the displaced persons in 2017. And uh, we were ready to receive the displaced persons since 2018 January. And uh, we are committed to receiving uh, displaced persons and we have made uh, all the necessary arrangements to receive the displaced persons. And also it has been acknowledged and supported by our regional organization ASEAN. The representatives of ASEAN visited our country as well as camps in uh, Bangladesh and uh, they made a very good report stating that ASEAN acknowledges Myanmar's role in uh, receiving the displaced person back to their original places. That is what we have been doing and we will continue to do with the understanding and support of all the parties uh, who are involved. 
So, Ambassador, if there is one thing our listeners should know about Myanmar, okay. what would it be? Please come and visit our country. It's a very fascinating country. You will see many places of interest, historical places, natural beauties, and the friendly people. Do visit our country and also see with your own eyes and make comparison of what you hear and read from other sources and make a judgment by yourself whether this country is going towards the right direction or not. And we need the understanding, the support of all the people who come and visit our country. And those who haven't been to our country, please do visit our country. Great. And so uh, we like to end each of our conversations with a fun question. Okay. So our question for you today is, what is your favorite site or region to visit in Myanmar? The favorite site, uh, it depends on an individual. If an individual is interested in uh, history, he or she can visit uh, historical sites. Recently, uh, uh, ancient city of Pagam has been designated as the World Heritage Site. Uh, it is a very interesting place where the uh, dynasty of Pagam was established in the 11th century. And those who love nature can visit the Inle Lake in the eastern part of our country, where you will see people rowing boats with their legs, not using oars with their hands. This is a very interesting place. And also a place where you will see floating small islands where people grow vegetables on it, organic vegetables. And uh, people, uh, you will also see a weaving industry, a weaving industry where people make clothing with the fiber of uh, lotus, lotus fiber, uh, scarves and shawls and so on. These are the places that uh, people will find interesting. And also ecotourism is also uh, quite uh, is growing and uh, people uh, go and see the elephants who are kept in nature and also things like that. We also have uh, snow-capped mountains in the north and those who uh, like the sea can go to the beaches in the west where it, the beaches are faced uh, west where they can see a beautiful sunset in, from the beach. Those, these are the things that we have in our country. And out of those, do you have a favorite that you like to visit when you're back? Uh, I haven't been to uh, uh, to the northern part where uh, there's a snow-capped mountains in the border area of China. I am not a good climber, but I would like to visit uh, these snow-capped mountains one one day in the future. Cool. Yeah. So, is there anything else that you would like to speak about for the podcast? Anything else you'd like? All to right. Add? Uh, I think. Uh, the U.S. Asia Institute for inviting me to giving me the chance to uh, to appear in the podcast. MR is a very young democracy. It is only three years old compared to the United States democracy that is more than 200 years. We have we have been facing many challenges 
I want the people of the United States to understand the nation, nation building process of our country. It is a very young democracy and the people of the United States have supported greatly towards democratization in Myanmar. The civilian government is three years old. We have many challenges. We have ups and downs. We need to receive continued support of the people of the United States in building a nation and uh, for the successful democratization process. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for being with us today. <laughs> Thank I absolutely you. really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Asia Unscripted. Our show page is usasiainstitute.org slash asiaunscripted, where you will find links to this and other Asia Unscripted episodes. You can find US Asia Institute on Facebook at facebook.com slash USAI1979, on Twitter at USAsiaInstitute, and on Instagram at us.asia.institute.